Hey everyone, welcome to episode 47 of Student Radio Stories. This episode is an interview episode with Lucy Ambash. Lucy is a student radio alumni now working in the radio industry as a freelancer for the likes of local radio station BBC Radio Solent and Hits Radio. In this episode, we talk about Lucy's time in student radio and her radio journey and tips for those starting out in radio. Let's get into the interview. I'm here with Lucy Ambash. So Lucy, tell us a bit about yourself. Well, I am a farmer's wife. I am the unlikely farmer's wife because it was never supposed to be that I ended up marrying a farmer, but you can't help who you fall in love with. Um, so, because I, I mean, I'm a Londoner, basically. I started out, well, I've lived always in London. And then, um, and then yes, I met the man of my dreams. And then I'm marooned on a farm now, which is really random because I'm, I'm just, I'm, I'm scared of animals. I'm just, like, everyone has dogs around here and I'm petrified of them. There's no animals on this farm, thankfully. Yeah, so I live in the middle of nowhere. So actually during lockdown now, I have never loved where I've lived so much as I do now. I couldn't comprehend being back in London through through all this, but so different different stage two of my life. I'll say. So, what is your current role now in the radio industry? Um, I currently am. I term myself the supply teacher of um, a few different radio stations. Basically, I'm freelancing at the moment. I mean, if you when you work in the industry, you um, come in and out of contracts and um when you come out of a contract then you have to look to another radio station and freelance at that radio station. almost prove yourself at that radio station um but yeah so i'm so i'm sort of yeah i mean i work at like three different places um i work at bbc I work at commercial radio i work um for an online radio station as well um so, you know, having your fingers in different pies, you've you got to have it if you're going to maintain yourself in the radio industry. What do you enjoy about presenting on BBC Radio Solent and your presenting work for Bauer on Hits Radio? Well, they're very different stations. And um, BBC, I've worked for BBC coming up to about eight years now. Oh, it's brilliant. I love the BBC. I always wanted to work for the BBC. I mean, the first time that I got my email address, lucy.ambash at bbc.co.uk. I cried because I I was just, I couldn't believe it. I was like, I've made it, mum, I've made it. <laughs> um, you know, the BBC is just amazing. It's so, it's just the, 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 the mecca, isn't it? And um, I'm working at local radio station at the moment, at BBC Radio Solum, which, and you know, local radio is just, phenomenal at the moment it's so vital to communities and there's a lot of content when you work at BBC radio station so you do four hour shows at the moment and you could be smashing out somewhere between 10 and 12 interviews callers um you know it's full-on it is full-on presenting on local radio and and I love it it's just it's great it's a really great station it's changed a lot BBC local radio has changed a lot um how do I say that it's just got a lot cooler you know it's and it's trying to be the music's better someone sent me an email the other day and said oh I thought the local radio was filled with fuddy-duddy presenters and they said you know which isn't you and I, I took that as a compliment I was like okay yeah that's that's cool so yeah it's an amazing place to work it really is and um 
Bauer hits radio. I work for Bauer on Hits Radio as well, which is a totally different thing. I mean, Hits Radio is just so cool. It's such it's a massive network um, up and down the country. The music is amazing. You just you're told to go and have fun and smile and be relevant, and it, it's great. And when I got there, because um, I've worked there for long, I'm, I'm just you know just started freelancing there recently. I was just like a kid in a sweet shop, you know, when I you know getting your pictures in front of like the hit sign and going into the studios. They're so multicolored and it's just, oh. So yeah, it's a great network, Hits Radio. It really, really is. And it's, um, yeah, I, I still can't, I'm still pin- pinching myself that I've been doing shows on, on it. It seems like you're quite lucky as a freelancer to have that opportunity to be on some of the biggest, like the UK's biggest radio stations. Yeah. Oh my goodness. I am so lucky. I am so lucky. I do not take it for granted one little bit. And you shouldn't because it is an honour to work in this industry. It really is. It's it's tough. It's hard work. There's a lot of competition, but it is an honour to broadcast. And and that may sound cheesy, but I truly, I truly mean that. It is an honour to be in people's lives, to be part of their day, to be talking directly to them. And it's a privilege and should never, ever, ever see it any other way. And whatever radio station you're on as well, you know, just, you know, those these are big networks, but you should treat every radio station like that. You know, you, you, you really should. It's an amazing medium and I'm so passionate about it. I really am. And I could talk all day about how much I love radio, it's amazing. So what previous experience have you had of working in the radio industry? Well, do you know, because I've, I've, um, I've just been trying to sort out my LinkedIn profile at the moment. You know, it's like trying to keep across all these social, every social media at the moment. And I was like, oh God, I looked at my LinkedIn and went, oh my God, it looks terrible. And so I was spru- I'm trying to spruce it up. <laughs> and I looked at it and I, and I looked at my LinkedIn and I went, oh my goodness, I've worked at Global, Bauer and the BBC. And I just had to stop and think, Wow. That's amazing, wow. you know, because you have ups and downs in this industry. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm not saying that to show off. I'm just saying, you know, you have ups and downs. And um, I just think, you know, that's, I've just started working for Bauer. So it's only a recent addition. But, you know, those are the big ones, aren't they? Global, yeah. Bauer, and the BBC. Those are the big companies to work for if you're going to work in radio. So um, I feel very, very lucky um, to have worked for, for all those companies. And I've had very, really different experiences in all of them. So yeah, I mean, those, those three companies um, and student radio, I'm sure we're going to talk about that. And um, before Global, I was part of Choice FM, which turned into GCAP, which turned into Global Radio. So I've, I've worked at all different levels. I've worked at local radio and I've worked at um, bigger, bigger network stations and and I've done such a diverse range of radio shows as well specialist radio I've done late night radio specialist radio and um, that's what I started off in specialist radio dance music radio that's my love and then I've done daytime radio um, and then I've done breakfast shows and weekend shows and outside broadcasts and then recently on the BBC I I just covered the faith show the other weekend I did a few week uh, a few months ago I covered the gardening show I count my lucky stars that I have done all different sorts of I've done BBC Music introducing you know yeah and I love it I feel so lucky 
I really do. I mean, especially right now, being a radio presenter, it's I feel like it's such a special opportunity for people like you. Like you're the key workers and you must feel like you are keeping people going because they'll turn on the radio. And I feel like it's a medium that has always been there and it hasn't ever sort mm. of stopped or become irrelevant for people. So I feel like you're quite an important person right now. Like people will tune in to you and it'll be like a friend for them. Yeah, people say that about radio. It's like a friend and that's how you should talk to people be like you are talking to their friend. Um, I think especially at the moment in BBC Local Radio it didn't make a difference, which is um, tapping into local communities and local key workers like you just talked about there and the amazing work that they are doing in the community. I mean, at the end of the day, Kate, we're only bringing the stories, you know, we, yeah. we are we are just transmitting the stories. We're not, we are not the story, we're, we're just bringing it out there. Um, but we've tapped into some amazing people, just the incredible stuff going on through, you know, through this really dark time. Um, it is so nice to bring the light stories, the amazing people in the community, um, the wonderful neighbors, uh, the people dropping off the food, um, the charity work that is that is going on. Uh, I mean, it's at make a difference for local radio has just been phenomenal. It has been the light, you know, because we've heard all these dark stories and we need the light. So it has been the light stories that that have come out of the radio. Um, so, but I know you know about you know I listen to I have my favourite. Uh, presented my favorite broadcasters and you do they let you into your to their life and you feel part of their life so I know you know I still appreciate what it's like being on the other side of the radio as well listening to those people and like Sarah Cox or um Belts or I don't know who do you like who's your favorite presenter oh I don't really know I I quite like listening to Capital just to have like a bit of music in the background like you get that chat from a presenter mm. But I mean, that's quite yeah. basic when you say like the popular pop music sort of channel. But yeah, I like to have that on maybe in the morning. So like a bit of Will Manning, maybe, or just whatever I'm doing around the house, because my parents are at work at the moment. So like they can still go mm. out to work. So it's just nice to have like another voice around the house sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Feels good. Shout out to Will. <laughs> So going back to where it all started for you, what made you want to get involved with your university student radio station? Oh, okay. Proper going back then. Um, so I was at Manchester. That's where I studied. I, I didn't really plan to get into radio, which sounds really bad because I've just told you how passionate and amazing and how much I love it. But I didn't think that I would be able to do it. I didn't have the confidence. I didn't think... I didn't, couldn't imagine myself. I couldn't, I just didn't think I'd be able to get it over the line. I think a lot of people say that, don't they? They say, like, they say, oh, how do you know what to talk about? I think that's probably me initially. Um, but I, I just happened to know the um, the guys who ran the ra the student radio station that was called Storm FM. So um, I knew the guys who ran Storm FM. And I went, literally, I was just having a drink with the head of Storm FM. I was having a drink and I was, I was a DJ at the time, um, a drum and bass DJ. And I was running the student club night the drummer bass club night and I was chatting to him about it and we were just having a good old natter and he said do you know what you should do a, a radio show and I literally went speechless I was like oh my god what me no I can't do it he said no go on go on go on do it and um and I thought I really 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 want to do this I've, I've just got to do this I've got to give it a go I'm probably going to be useless uh, I've got to give it a go and I did give it a go and I probably and I was pretty useless because I don't think anyone ever goes on the radio for the first time and they're any good 
you know you've got to you I mean not many people you know who's gone on the radio for the first time and been been any good because it's, it's not about that it's about learning your trade and experimenting so um I did the drama based show for um Storm FM and I loved it and um and that was it I got the bug I got the bug and um and I didn't really know what to do after student radio this is a long time this is this is not the established days that that you guys have of student radio you know you see a pathway now yeah I mean like there wasn't you weren't thinking, oh, there's someone at Radio One listening to me now. Well, this is my, you know, it just wasn't that. You know, there wasn't awards, there wasn't anything, there wasn't any connection. It was just literally then and there at student, and you just couldn't see beyond that. Yeah, definitely. It's like you do that first show, and you didn't know how it's going to go, but just being in that studio, I don't know. You just get a sort of feeling, and when it's finished, you just enjoy the time you've had there. Yeah. Oh, it's, it's it's exhilarating, isn't it? It really is. And I remember when I first started at radio, I was so nervous. I mean, I was so nervous that I couldn't breathe. So I'd, I'd be like, <sighs> you hear this like heavy breathing <laughs> through my links. Oh God, this is, I couldn't control my breath. I was that nervous. So what were some of your favorite moments from your time in student radio? Oh, like brilliant times. Um. I really can't give you one, but I just remember being feeling part of a team for the first time, really feeling part of something. Yeah. Um, really having, you know, we're there to have fun. Um, it was, I mean, it was run quite well, actually. It was quite sort of quite organised. The whole thing was quite organised, I have to say. But um, probably for the first time in my life, like doing something that wasn't studying, you know, that actually, I never thought, I mean, I never thought it was going to go anywhere, but just doing something that that was that, that you know you felt you felt something that there was something going on there was, there was there was it was a thing and you were in there and you were doing it and you, you all had this love as well that's what I love about working at radio stations that you all love radio so what made you want to carry on with radio after being part of your student radio station at university after doing student radio um the galaxy was in manchester and I was running a club night, and so I went into Galaxy Radio Station a few times just to uh, promote my club night and that sort of thing. And I spoke to the PC there, the programme controller, and said, oh, I really want to get to radio. <laughs> um, and he demoed me in the Galaxy studio, and um, I demoed a couple of times, and I was just terrible. And he, he actually had a slot. He had a Sunday afternoon slot 12 till 4 that he wanted to give me I mean this just doesn't happen he had a spare slot he wanted me to go in it he kind of liked my vibe and what it was about but I was just I was not ready and I wasn't good enough and I cried the final time he said Lucy I just just not gonna happen and I just cried I cried and I was just like I had this opportunity and I haven't been able to do it um and I went back down to London and then I did a call. I did a radio course, one of these courses um, that I drove to. I was south, one end of London. The course was the other end of London, and they had a tiny little radio station there. And I did a course there, um, and I learned quite a lot actually of that. And there was the radio station there, and I, I was on the station there with no one listening. And that that is the thing. That's what you know. People people sometimes they want to get ahead of themselves, right? That they're, they're on a kind of small time radio station, and they want to hit the next level. Fair enough. Get it. But you've got to experiment. You've got to learn. You've got to you've got to learn. You've got to make mistakes. You've got to work out who how you're going to do things. How you're going to be. You know, um, and some it's 
better to be on a small station and be really, really good and get yourself in a place where you can actually get noticed by the next level station than trying to move too early. Yeah. Um, and um, so I was there, I'm not sure how, quite how long I was there, but um, then um, that was in London and then I got in touch with Choice FM and they didn't, I actually noticed that Choice FM did not have a jungle drum and bass radio show and I called up the uh, the programme controller, spoke to him on the phone and said, "You, their, oh, their strap line at the time was, we represent all flavours of the street. And I said, well, actually don't represent all flavours of the street because you haven't got a drum, drum and bass jungle show. <laughs> and three weeks three weeks later I was the drum and bass jungle show I mean that was like unbelievable um and yeah and that was the start of things but then I then that was that was sort of start that was my first real radio job doing that late night specialist show across London I think I was still doing the heavy breathing as well because I was so nervous <laughs> but that was amazing and then I, I worked my way up through the schedule that choice of them and then I ended up on the breakfast show which was amazing five years on the breakfast show across London um doing a co-hosted show with Martin it was amazing times amazing I will never forget those five years uh, and working for global as well in the Capitol building Johnny Vaughan's there um Dave Berry was there as well um Sean Keaveney um Oh, yeah, it was amazing. Some of the people who passed through, yeah, Dr. Fox, Foxy, he was there at the beginning as well. And um, yeah, uh, Harriet, Jamie and Harriet working in that building in Global in Leicester Square. Wow, that was just, I was like, I've arrived. Yeah, I mean, I got to go on a tour of that building with my student radio station. And I mean, it's pretty special when you're in there. So isn't it, isn't it special? I mean, all the brands, all the different radio stations there. And you know, did you get to see the people? Did you get to see the presenters? Did you wave from the glass? Um, not really. I think when we did see them, they were mostly presenting and like focused on their show. But it, yeah, it was nice to see a few yeah. faces from a distance. Yeah. Yeah, it's an amazing building, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. I mean, you've been pretty lucky in terms of... I mean, you sort of started out yourself and you, like you said, you contacted people to get where you wanted to yeah. be and then sort of like worked up from there. So, I mean, that's worked great for you. And like you said, you've worked mm. with some big names, like people around you. I mean, that's pretty special. Yeah. So, spe I mean, so special. It really is. It really is. And um had to kind of contain myself. I remember like every morning in the toilet seeing Lisa Snowden and she smells so amazing. You know, you go into the toilets and you smell Lisa, but she's absolutely amazing. Um, yeah, and you know, like you touched on sort of networking. Um, you know, it, it, none of it's been easy. You know, I've sit here and I go, wow, it's amazing. It's great. I was lucky. No, it's not all been easy. It's not, you know, you have to, you have ups and downs and you, and you have to, but you have to navigate your way through it and you have to hustle. Yeah. hustle you seriously have to you cannot um just because someone says no I mean you can't pester people you really can't pester people but uh because someone doesn't re respond to your email they might just be a little bit busy and, and, their, and their email falls down their inbox um and you know you have to think about different angles different ways of going in different people you know you might just not want to speak to the program controller you might want to speak to the assistant or a producer or um 
have to look at all different angles, don't you? To get into yeah. radio. Also, subjective as well. This is the worst thing. Is this is the irksome thing about radio? Is that it's like, what if someone doesn't get you? Because if your PC doesn't get you, you're, you're pretty stuffed. I mean, how did you get you're not- like your different jobs as well? Because you start, you said you've gone from all these big companies. How did they like find yeah. you, or did you get yourself to them? Oh God, they don't find you. I have, I don't think I've spoken out of turn by saying that they don't find you. Um, um, with Globe, I mean, I started off on Choice of M and I worked my way up, um, and then it was taken over by GCAT, which became Global. So I was sort of already in there and just sort of clambering my way up. Um, but you know, once you're in the Global building, and and I didn't do this enough. I didn't network through the building enough. You know, I didn't. I kick. I actually kick myself now. I didn't like sort of get myself to capital enough. I didn't. I didn't get myself to heart enough. But you. You. You should. Once you're in that. But you know. When you're in those situations, you need to make the most of them. Yeah. Once you're in, you know, it's easier to stay in, isn't it, than on the outside getting in. So that. I mean, that was a mistake I. I made for sure because I was um, at the time I was hell bent on getting on Radio One. I was like, I've just got to get on Radio One. This is this is all I've got to do. I've just got to get on Radio One. And I didn't get Radio One, <laughs> um, despite being about eight demos at Radio One. Um, obviously, I've got over it. Um, <laughs> well, you send people audio. That's how you get. You know, you you have to cut your best audio, and you have to write a good email, send them the audio. And, you know, the top person might not listen to it, but a producer might listen to it and go, oh, yeah, actually, this person's all right. We should be, you know, you, you want to be getting their attention and getting in there and doing a demo. That's how you get onto a radio station. They listen yeah. to your showreel and then you get in there and you do a demo. So you need to be getting in there and demoing. That's the second stage. But obviously, you've got to get past the first stage of sending the email and your audio. Um, but don't, but think about that station that you're approaching. I mean... If you're, how old are you? I'm 20. 20, right. So really you're 20. I mean, for you to send audio to smooth radio, it's just, do you know what I mean? It's not a match, is it? Yeah, it's not their like age demographic. No, um, and it's not your music, I imagine. I mean, I, I don't know, but it, it's just, so you have to think about the stations that's most suited to you and you have to tailor your audio to that radio station. Because there's no point sending uh, smooth a, a link you coming off the back of Mabel, is there? No. <laughs> Equally, you're not going to send like you coming off the back of Elton John. I guess that's why they call it the blues. You're not going to send that to Capital, are you? No. It's be like, what? So you've got to t- tell your audio, tell your, tell your, your demo to the people and find out different people who work there to get in. So what would you say makes a good demo, like the segments that should go into it? You've got to get their ears from the beginning. They need to hear you from that demo. They need to hear that demo and go, yes, yes, Kate is going to sound amazing on my radio station. You know, they have to, your, your, whatever you send them, you have to imagine that appears on their radio station. So think about the music that, that you're between, think about what you're saying. You know, you're not going to send Capital like a two minute link, are you? No. You just want some nice crunch and rolls some stuff about their key artists, the music that they hear on their radio station. And if you haven't got those links, we'll just botch them, you know, you can just botch them up, record them up. But you've got to be realistic as well. I mean, you know, to send your demo to Capital or 
you've got to have a bit of radio behind you. They're not just going to take on any old person, are they? No. You've got to have a bit of experience behind you. So what advice would you give to people that want to be radio presenters in the future or just generally getting into the radio field in some aspect? I mean, I suppose it depends what you want to do. I mean, my arm coming from the presenter angle, like now, the global, they say this, this, three, this 360 thing, right? So you're not just a presenter, but what else are you bringing to the table as well? So your, your social media, um, what you do outside, um, your profile, your niche, your expertise, um, any TV, you know, so it's a whole, so you're bringing a bit of a package, not just someone with a good voice who sounds good between songs. You've got to think about building your social media, building your, your profile when you approach these radio stations. And, uh, you know, it's, it's really, it's really hard. Don't, don't feel like, just because you're on a smaller station, don't feel like it's not going to happen. You know, sometimes you've just got a bit of patience. As long as you are on radio, as long as you're getting uh, radio hours under your belt, you're still getting better. Well, you're still getting better if you're listening to yourself and you're l snooping yourself and getting feedback from other people and you're just going to be getting better and better and better. And the better you get, the more you're going to get noticed. There's, there's not a problem with being on small time radio stations and just working really hard, doing as many shows as you can, listening back. You've got to listen back. How painful it is. You've got to listen back. And, you know, I mean, you've had some great people on this podcast. Everyone's made major mistakes. Did the, did the others say that? Did, did Amy Vivian, did Will Manning, did they say listen back to themselves? Yeah, I think it is like a learning sort of progression isn't it you've got to learn those things and like you say listen back to yourself and suppose just by having any sort of radio experience that would help you just by having something under your belt and someone would see that and recognize that you are someone that might have something useful yeah actually like you use something useful usp having your unique selling point i actually did a demo for a radio station recently and um they said to me the feedback was they really 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 liked me but they thought I sounded like their two other women on the radio station yeah um which whilst that's kind of like a compliment I was like oh that's really nice they couldn't see the point of difference between me and them and you know I guess they've got a point you know although it's hard to take yeah okay fair enough you've got a point you're lost, you're lost. <laughs> Next. Yeah, so the advice you're going to get so many knockbacks and so many no's and so many you're not quite right along the way. So you've got to maintain your confidence. I always say, like, you know, when, you, when you've been going for something and you've been demoing for something, something you really, really, really want, but you don't quite make it, I always say you can have a crying day. So you can have a day where you get really upset and you can be crying and really annoyed and you're like, oh, it didn't quite come through. But then the next day you just got to get up and dust yourself off and crack on. You've got you've got to be tough from that point of view. I wouldn't say I'm like really really tough, but you know you just have to have that mentality of crack on next. And it's really hard now because you know the with what I mean. And actually, this is something I really want to talk about is with the recent networking from both Global and Bauer over the years. Um, 
there's a lot of local radio stations that are around that you know there aren't local radio stations where there were commercial local radio stations where there were and I think I've spoken to a lot of those DJs who've lost their jobs who've lost their 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 life what was their livelihood and they and actually some of them have just had that reality check of going do you know what I've had an amazing time and I've had an amazing 20 years in radio but I don't this it's it's I've just got to close the door now on that chapter and I've got to move on to something else and use my transferable skills I mean all over like radio today is like your transferable skills how can you use them for your next career but actually that reality check of do you know what there's way too many presenters and DJs out there and I'm just going to move on to the next thing and I think people have had to do that And and I always looked at it that way because when when my contract came to an end um in the recent takeover I said to myself, I said, look, hey, look, I really want to stick it out in radio and I, and I love it and it's been amazing. I'm going to give it a, you know, ruddy good shot. Um, but if it doesn't happen, I've had an amazing time. I've had an amazing time and don't be bitter about it. Just look at it and go, wow, I was so lucky. It was an honour and on to the next thing. I think it'll be realistic, you know, if it's not really for you. If you're not brilliant then you're not going to hang around too long yeah I mean I guess that is the hard part isn't it like you say people that have been Mm. there a long time and now they've lost their jobs or Mm. I mean that's kind of everything they might have known and for people like local radio is Mm. kind of for anyone in the way that people that might have done student radio that was a place to then get experience of the radio industry and there's been sort of a big loss in that aspect as well Absolutely. This is the problem is there's a gaping big hole between people starting out in radio, coming off the back of student radio. Where are they going to go to, to, to not be brilliant? Because you're, you're not brilliant. You have to learn and make yourself brilliant and learn from your mistakes. And actually, there's that big hole there because you've got big network. And actually, people from big networks have said this to me as well. They confirmed this to me. They're like, yeah, you know what? After this next run of these people have all left the industry, then we've got a bit of a gap going on here uh, equally though you know local radio has been filled with social media so you know you see all these people these big influencers these big uh, youtubers who are now getting gigs on radio because they are almost broadcasting themselves on their own on their own yeah. networks and they're on their own terms doing their own thing i think that's you know i think there's people who go oh, god you're doing it on your own terms i wish i'd done that because i'm always at the mercy of a program controller getting me and wanting me wanting put me on on their station on her station on his station actually look at you with your instagram following of five hundred thousand. having done it yourself you're your own boss you know opening up your own opportunities i mean it's it's just a movement of the of the of the market you know Does that make yeah sense? <laughs> i suppose it is hard because people like that who do get straight into it like because they have a bit of experience as an influencer in some form then it's hard for us yeah. like everyday people who've been interested in radio for quite a while and then we have to just work mm. even harder and it is a bit annoying when you see those people and they've just got straight into that gig because they do have that voice yes. and you've seen them online so it is a bit frustrating but I mean you also are excited for them because then everyone will know who they are. No but you said you things that have like really rung bells with me um firstly um 
they've got the gigs of their profile, right? Are they going to sound any good on radio? I mean, I'm not going to answer that question. They might, but they might not. They might sound really lacking in experience. But second, oh yes, secondly, work even harder. That's the thing, is sometimes you just have to work even harder to get there. Yeah, like they just get handed those opportunities, but I suppose they've had to work in different aspects compared to us to get to where they are. But they might not hang around in radio too long. Just as yeah. their profile, because they I might feel not like it's be that good on air. Maybe but big what... stations are like taking the name because people know who they are. Yeah, of course they are. Yeah, yeah, that's what that's what I mean about the global radio 360 thing. You know, having bringing something else to it that is not just the voice. You're bringing your following. You're bringing your expertise. You're bringing you're bringing an audience to them. Basically, they want they want you know. You've got to bring in a radio one won't take on someone who hasn't got they won't just take on a good person off student radio they're going to take someone on who's got more about them who's created something themselves not just bat jumping on you know jumping on radio one's following which you know i don't know i mean i don't work at radio one but that's what i was told <laughs> so finally what advice would you give to those currently in student radio it's a great place to start it's a really great place to start so um you're doing a great thing practice just keep on practicing you know it doesn't matter it doesn't matter what station you're on just keep practicing doing what you do um i get you know i get loads of requests for work experience which is understandable but think about it from my so you're approaching me think about it from my point of view how can you help me what can you do what can you bring to it you know um don't be another person who wants work experience why should I help you you know help how can you help me what can you do for me you know why, why should I just let you in the also it's, it's very difficult I mean I actually spoke to I was speaking before lockdown obviously through lockdown it's not um but you know people are a bit funny about letting other people in the building and that sort of thing it's not as easy maybe as it was back in the day to get that work experience it's it's, it's really hard it, I sympathize it's really really hard of where to go at the beginning because you're really wanting to get that experience but just 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 stick on the small time stations and prove yourself you know get yourself brilliant experiment make a name for yourself there get your socials like absolutely you know spot on um and also, you know, when you approach people, like write really concise emails, don't write loads of jibbery jobbery stuff, you know, just get right into it. This is what I've done. You know, I won this award. Like, you know, if, you, if you've won a student award, put that literally in the first line, <laughs> you know, and then and they'll go, oh, oh, right, okay. You know, that's impressive. And you just, you've just got to work hard. You know, you touched on it there earlier. You just got to work harder than, you just got to work harder than, everyone else um and no and not everyone's gonna make it as well and it's going to be constantly working hard through radio you know like it's once you're in like it's like yeah i'm in but like geez i've got to stay in here how am i going to stay in here i've got to stay really good i've got to work hard i've got to keep listening to myself i've got to keep across my socials um, but it's, it's amazing radio is like you know you know if you, if you can get in and stay in then props to you props to you it's like a when I uh, 10 years ago at global I remember actually doing a presentation the big new vision of global and maybe it was more than 10 years ago and it was we are the obsessive ones 
I don't know if you've heard that. Maybe it was a bit before your time, Kate. Have you heard it? We are the obsessive ones. I don't think so. <laughs> no. Okay, don't worry. You must have been very young at that point. And why would you know? Anyway, we are the obsessive ones. That was that was the thing. And I was like, yeah, do you know what? You've got to be a you've got to be obsessed with it if you wanna if you wanna stay in it. Does that sound like advice? I mean, ask me more specific any more specific stuff, Kate. I want to help <laughs> you and people wanting to get into industry. How how would you say for people to start getting into the industry? Like, is there any way they could do that? Because obviously you have well, demos, but things aside hmm. from that to get your name out there, maybe podcasts definitely podcasts you know that's this is we're broadcasting now aren't we so podcasts yeah. getting a podcast getting a really good listening um to a podcast i mean this is radio isn't it? this is essentially talk radio isn't it so yeah. um this is a great this is a great start i mean i i suppose a lot of your student radio friends must do podcasts right yeah, I feel like it has sort of now become an extension of radio. And for some stations that can't mm. broadcast now, they've gone to podcasts. Yeah, exactly. And doing your podcast, getting it out there, getting it listened to, getting good, you know, guests on. You know, you're, you're doing radio, you're still doing radio, aren't you? This, yeah. is still, this is still communicating with people, this is still, still broadcasting. And I suppose it was you know, my, my interest in radio that made me want to podcast. So they sort of join in a way. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I should, I need to start my own podcast. I just haven't got time. I'm like, oh, it's one of those things I need to do. I haven't done it. Yeah. So, so it, that's a great start. I mean, you know, I suppose like, you know, it was like people had their YouTube channels, that sort of thing as well. I mean, that's sort of a little more telly than radio, I'd say, but you know, that's, Still broadcasting isn't it yeah and just good luck good luck you know because some people will make it some people will make it into the industry and a lot of people from student radio in fact will make it into the industry what's it like what's the student radio vibe like at the moment I mean I suppose it's a bit hard and different for every single person I mean imagine making this podcast in the future and they were reflecting on sort of this last year like I wonder what they say because I guess some stations have been able to broadcast and others everything's just completely stopped for them so I mean I guess it's yeah. just the tools that each station has and then that might relate to like the money and other things that their university could give mm. them maybe so I suppose it's a different mm. world for everyone and their capabilities right now but I mean before Covid it was great because you could sort of go out do your show have that time in the studio and then you could um because my station and lots of others part of the student radio association you could go to other cities and like get to meet some presenters and people that work in the industry so it's great to have the experience that way when the world was more normal getting on people's shows as well is good like um approaching people and being there, I mean, this is probably a bit more BBC local radio, but like, you know, approaching people and going, right, I can be your uh, guide to uh, what's going on locally. You know, let me come on and I'll, I'll, I'll tell everyone about the, the three or four best things that are happening locally over the summer. Yeah. It's a great way in. 
and you're providing you know someone approached me that they're like oh and they're providing me some content okay that's interesting that's a really you know you talked about networking as well i mean because like my experience with student radio is very different to yours there wasn't this network level of student radio association um being really involved in that and and it triggered a thought like academies you know you've got the bauer academy you've got um the radio one you know the takeover that they did over christmas yeah you know those are serious ways into the industry i mean that's they are serious opportunities that you've got right there i mean out of those people they would be looking to try and keep on the best i would have thought i'm sure some of them now might work for big stations because they do have that step into the industry yeah absolutely and i mean like Greg James is like a god, isn't he, in studio radio in terms of like him. Is it true? Is he like he's like the god of studio radio? Is he, you know, started I suppose off? everyone says, yeah, like people would want to be the next Greg James because he's like the person yeah. you just think of. Do you have like three top tips for people, like how to get into the radio industry? Okay, three top tips. Make a brilliant reel and make a brilliant reel and then close the file and then open it up two days later and listen back to it and make sure it was brilliant. You could probably make some changes to it. Know the radio station you're approaching. I mean, the amount of like, amount of bosses who we've had laughs at some of the demos that they've received and they're like, so far from what the radio station is. I mean, that's so basic. Isn't that basic? You know, like you've listened to the radio station before you approach them. I mean, come on, that's like really basic, isn't it? Tailor your links to that radio station, absolutely. Yeah, be realistic as well. You know, be realistic with yourself. It's such a tough and competitive industry. Do you really wanna, do you really wanna go through this? Do you love it that much? Are you passionate? Are you good enough? Can you make it? Be really realistic with yourself. And if you, if you still, you know, you, you get knock max, you get thrown under the bus a few times, you lose contracts or, you know, you, opportunities don't happen and you still love it, then I'd say go for it because it is the best job in the world. Awesome. Thank you, Lucy. It's been great to hear from you and hear your radio journey and all the advice you've been giving. Oh, it's lovely. It's lovely to come on and talk radio. Thank you, Lucy. It's been great to hear from you about your radio journey. Stay tuned for more student radio stories to come. Bye, everyone.